Shut up and sit down. When the Wind Blows is an education-inspired podcast bringing innovation to professional development. Welcome back to When the Wind Blows, an epic podcast for parents, teachers, leaders, and anyone vested in the world of education. I'm Erin Barnes, the host of the show, and today I have three awesome co-hosts. I've got Kylie Trower, Carrie Prevett, and Travis Barnes that are here, and we are we're talking Classcraft today. Uh, Classcraft is uh, a gamification platform, and well, actually, Carrie... I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna introduce you guys and then we'll get into what Classcraft is. How's that? Sounds great. Okay, so uh, let's start with Kylie. Kylie, how did you get involved in education, and then what brought you to Epic? So me getting into education was kind of um, kind of a funny event. Honestly, um, I actually did um, not go to college to be in education. Yeah, you were pre med, um, weren't you? I'm sorry, what? You were pre-med, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. So I actually graduated from college with a pre-med degree. Um, and I was doing work for Epic part-time through school. Um, and so after I graduated and I was, you know, trying to find something full-time that I wanted to do and that I was passionate about, um, that's kind of what landed me the full-time gig at Epic. And, of course, I have been on the kind of behind the scenes of education my entire life. Um, my family is made of educators. Um, both my parents have worked for Epic um, for almost 10 years. Um, and so I have known Epic and been around Epic um, since I was in high school. And so I really just have a passion and a love for Epic and what Epic stands for and what we do for our students and our families. Um, and so taking the opportunity to work full-time in Epic was a no-brainer for me. And so it's helped me find a completely new passion for students and education um, and just really providing opportunity to our students and families and even our teachers um, as we grow. So, Well, I'm sorry we stole you from the medicine world, but I'm super stoked you're here. Uh, Carrie, what's your, what's your story? How did you get involved in education and then what brought you to Epic? Um, my story starts way back, way, way back when I was like 11 or 12 years old. Um, my mom was a secretary at a Montessori school that I had attended. And I used to always go down during my break times at lunch or at recess and help with the younger classes. Um, and so that kind of morphed into in high school in the summers, I kind of became a teacher's aide at that school for their summer school program for the three through five-year-old class. And that's really where I just kind of caught the, I want to do this for the rest of my life and watching the little faces light up when I would show them how to do a math problem or read them a book. Um, it just, I caught it early. And so I've been a career educator. This is my 17th year in education, kind of have jumped all over. I started in elementary and then I taught middle school math for seven years. And then I moved up and taught high school math for four years before I came to Epic. But, um, Ended up at Epic because I really just, I wanted 
more partnerships with parents instead of just my students. I loved my students and I loved the relationship I had with my students. But as I became a mom, I really kind of felt like that partnership between myself as an educator and the student and then the parent being involved in that education was kind of missing from where I was at. And I really, I, I wanted that a lot because I wanted that for myself, for my own children as well. Awesome. And Travis, uh, how did you get involved in education? And then what brought you to Epic? Um, Well, actually, Epic brought me to education. Um, I was a Tulsa police officer for seven years and was looking for something different. Um, Had a little bit of a burnout. And Epic was just getting started. I think they were on year three, or I just finished up the second year. And it looked really interesting and a breath of fresh air, so I thought I'd give it a shot. And so I got alternatively certified um, and got on with Epic. So only education experience is here with Epic. Awesome. Uh, looks like we train them up right. How's that? Uh, Carrie, so let's let's dive into Classcraft. What is this and and why should we be excited about it this year? Well, I kind of always start with, and this might be in the negative, but I always start with what it's not so that people don't get confused. Good. So Classcraft's not a video game. <laughs> it's not a video game. It's not a platform where students like get together on their Zoom call and play together in real time or anything like that. What it is is what we call gamification of what teachers already do. So the big word gamification, that's a little confusing to some people, but basically what it means is we're going to take all of those things that kids love from those games that they do sit and play and they want to play in real time, um, avatars and XP and points and all of those things they love, equipment and pets and all of those things, and we're going to use it to engage them in their schoolwork and to reward them for doing it. So it's really a way to kind of get those kids to buy into what they're doing and to also see a tangible, um, almost instantaneous reward and payoff for the work that they're doing. And and it also has some other really neat features that allow the kids to collaborate together, um, to work together in teams for teamwork, um, to encourage one another. Um, it's just, it's, it's a wonderful way to engage them in things that they understand on their level. Even if, you know, I'm going to tell my age a little here, even if that wasn't my thing when I was growing up, cause it was kind of first coming out. Um, it's definitely their world. And so they love, they love jumping into these things and using those things to engage them. And, you know, the schoolwork, they're not always as excited about, but <laughs> yeah. Uh, hey, Trap, why, why do you think gamification and education is so important? Um, from my end, and I'm, I'd say, a moderately avid video gamer myself, um, which is awesome because it gets me in a lot of conversations with students and kids. Um, specifically, I think that they're being pretty open that Classcraft is somewhat modeled or at least mimicking Warcraft in a way. Um, and I've seen the work kids put in on these video games, like you said, with the avatars, the characters, the pets, um, it's extremely important to them to the point that even in those the real video games, they'll put in a ton of work. They call it grinding. They'll put in the work just to get these uh, rewards or to boost their character and stuff like that. So um, I think this has the potential to be absolutely perfect because they see school as a grind, but if they 
if you could gamify it and give them what they see as real rewards and to build their character and um, to where they could see progress being made in this, uh, in this model, then I think it's going to be a real motivator for them and they won't even feel like they're doing education. They'll think that they're, you know, working towards something. Like my daughter had to get a, a birthday gift for one of her friends and we had to go get a $10 card to for in-game Fortnite. It's like, that's how real these games are to them, that they spend $10, real money, to go to in-game purchases for Fortnite, which is just probably their character getting a different hat or something like that. And so, um, I mean, you might as well be putting money in these kids' pockets that it really does, they uh, attribute themselves to these characters and stuff. And that's what, in a video game world, you'd call it role-playing or um, RPG and so I think, I think they're going to love it. How many hours would you say you and your buddy Joe have invested into building up characters uh, in just the video game division? And so my buddy Joe's an adult as well. But I can tell you <laughs> that um, we don't spend near as much time as the kids do. And, I mean, it's almost embarrassing. Other adults are going to look at me like, I can't believe it. But it's... It's not a big deal to spend because all the games keep track of your time. And it's not a big deal after a couple years of playing one video game to look back at the time you spent on it and it be maybe a couple months. <laughs> so that's <laughs> terrifying to think about. But also um, you do just get immersed in it. And a lot of it, a lot of those ones that spend a ton of time on are just character building. And I mean, even as adults, we'll grind through these missions that have they're not fun one bit, but you'll do the work and you'll go through it because you see uh, basically yourself growing in the game. And, you know, then you can flaunt around to your buddies that, you know, you got more than they did. So Awesome. And so, uh, Kylie, talk to me real quick. I know that Epic has partnered with Classcraft this year. And so tell me a little bit about that partnership and what Epic and Classcraft have brought to teachers this year. Yeah, so traditionally Classcraft is a program that teachers can buy um, and they pretty much can hand it over to their teachers and all that work is pretty much put on the teachers to create these quests um, and customize it to fit their students and their roster or their classroom. Epic, because we are such a unique model, um, that doesn't necessarily work because that means a teacher's creating 30 different quests for 30 different students on a roster and give or take, you know, a few more students. Um, and so what we've done with Classcraft is, um, really work together to, they've supported us in creating our own set of Epic quests. Um, right now we have almost 200 quests built based off of the Oklahoma standards. These are available to teachers. All they have to do is import. They already have lessons in them. Um, they really are just ready to import it into your account, send to your student and go. So, um, we're working on creating a few different ones. Carrie and I are really trying to um, crank out some different quests. We're working on Epic Essentials quests. We're working on ASIC quests. We're working on ICAP quests. Um, 
all these different things to support our teachers and to give them these pre-made quests. Um, so that's kind of the big bulk of what we've done. But Classcraft has also been really supportive in supporting us in training. They're part of our webinars that we did and really making sure that what we're putting out to our teachers, we can dedicate that time to make Epic specific. And they're kind of backing it up with all of the Classcraft um, just the basics of the platform, but still allowing us to say, this is what it is, but here's what Epic's done for you. Um, we have a web page linked off of the homepage of Epic Ed. It's a Classcraft homepage. It houses all of the quests that we've built. It houses link quests that we've built that have a storyline they already have a map so teachers all they'll have to do is put in their specific task it has a story pdfs that if teachers want to build there they already have pre-written stories available for them um, it houses a few different resources for a glossary frequently asked questions there's a page for webinar information um, really it is a robust site that will continue to get bigger and bigger with all of the classcraft needs that our teachers will need. Really, a one-stop, one-stop shop for everything. Um, and so that's really what we've done now. In the near future, we actually have a couple trainings, a Google Classroom training that we're going to do here in the next couple weeks. We have a deep dive into Quest training that we're going to do here in a couple weeks. So we're really trying just to make sure that our teachers feel supported um, and know that they aren't having to completely start from scratch, um, that we're giving them the necessary tools that they need. Absolutely. Uh, so I saw in the the, the Daily Oklahoman, uh, and that's oklahoman.com. You guys can look it up if you want to. I'll link it in the show notes. But uh, the the first couple of sentences really got my attention. It was basically saying, and, and if you don't mind, I'll just read from it. Um, While most schools are scrambling to put together a plan for virtual learning, Epic Charter Schools is pressing forward with innovation, which debuts Classcraft to approximately an estimated 40,000 students this fall with the goal of boosting student motivation and engagement in schools' blended virtual setting. I couldn't think of anything more exciting to bring into this school year. I mean, just... Innovation, again, in a world where, where people are still kind of putting together lesson plans and figuring out, do we start virtual or do we start in person? And um, we've got the virtual part down, and so we're just taking it to the next level at that point. And I think that the next level is awesome for gamification purposes also. You know, we're, we're um, leveling up. How's that? Um, yeah. So in one of these uh, these quests that have been put together, um, tell me, this is a, a math standard that you've added, Carrie? The, the, the story that you started for me at the bottom here? Yes, that's the intro story for um, the math standard 5.n.1. So it would be the beginning introduction to the story that line that the kids are following as they're learning um, numbers and operations in fifth grade math. Awesome. Travis, will you, uh, will you read uh, what the students would read? I will. And Carrie, I hope I get some of your names right on here. It says, you and your team enter the ruined lands. They sprawl before you, thick with overgrown plants that conceal wild animals shrieking from afar. You and the other enter the ruined lands with your mission. The king of Karaz has 
told you of a corruption that is sprawling across the land. It is up to you all to try and end the corruption and bring peace to the islands again. You hold the maps of the land to leak, having the knowledge of the mages. Ulster with Hayden has new shields that are, go that are holding well. They will protect you from the dangerous corruption, but you don't dare touch anything for fear of alert alerting some ferocious beast. As you explore your surroundings, you start to wonder if this task is impossible. How will you even begin to cure the corruption or stop it from spreading? You only hope the child of light can help you. That is incredibly engaging. And so once you read this intro, what happens next, ladies? Carrie, do you know uh, what happens next? Um, after they read the intro to this story, then they basically proceed along a, what's called a quest path. So the, the next task that they have to do lights up in the path, and they'll go to the next step, and there'll be a next part to the story, and then there'll be a task that they need to complete. And the task could be a lesson they need to read or a video they need to watch or some practice that they need to do, something that's introducing the standard to teach them. Um, and once they complete that, they can earn, um, at, you know, the, the video game things that we always talk about, which is experience points, XP and GP, which is gold pieces, which is what they use to buy all the cool things with their avatar and things that we were talking about. So as they complete that task, they're building up their kind of stash of what they can use to get those things they want. Awesome. What else do we need to know about class craft, Kylie, that we haven't already told the world yet? I think just trying to reiterate the excitement that we have for this platform, there are so many things that you can do with Classcraft, with a quest. Um, if you want to use it at 15%, you can. If you want to use it at 100%, you can. Um, it really is adaptive to whatever the teacher needs it to be for her students. And so what we're we're completely expecting that our students will really jump into Classcraft, possibly even before all of our teachers do. Um, and I'll let Carrie here in a minute tell you her little story. Um, but we fully expect that students will want it. Students will engage with it. Um, we have, you know, there's a lot of things in the program that we've built to be epic specific. We even have preset behaviors that teachers can award points for that are based off of our epic acronym of um, excellence, performance, performance, innovation, and citizenship. Yes. And so we're really trying to encompass what epic is and what it stands for in this platform and push that out to our families. The other thing is I feel like this might be the one thing that our teachers need to reach the one student that they've been struggling to reach. Maybe they've been on their roster for the last two or three years. They're kind of just doing the bare minimum to get by, trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel for graduation. And what this platform could do is really rope them into that community that they've built with their other students, really put meaning into um, you know, what it means to get 75 points on a test versus 95 points on a test. And kind of what Travis was saying earlier, that it puts value into the work you're doing. So, you know, that extra 25 points on a test could be related and turned into 25 gold pieces. And then that's 25 extra gold pieces that they get to build their avatar. Motivates them and they get that initial 
satisfaction um, and really hitting home this idea of you reap what you sow. If you put the work into it, you're going to get the points for it. Um, and so that really is what we're so excited about that um, we know we'll have students that won't use it, but we are looking forward to the students who are going to flourish and grow because of Classcraft. And we do fully expect that students are going to be, we've had a lot of publicity, students are going to be asking their teachers for this. They're going to want it. Um, I, the, what she was talking about, my little story, um, I have a very epic family. Um, I'm the mastery craft coach here for Epic, one of them. Um, my husband is a brand new Epic teacher this year, and both of my two sons are Epic students. So I have a fifth and a seventh grader. And what she's talking about is every time I have Classcraft open and I'm working on something for teachers and I have it there, it's so engaging that my seventh grader will come over from across the room, no matter where he's at, every time I open it, he's like glued to my side, sitting next to me, and he's looking at everything I'm doing and he's asking me, mom, what is that? What does it have to do with school? You know, so I explain it to him and he's like, okay, when does school start? When do I get to build my avatar? What kind of stuff can I buy? Um, can I start before school actually starts so that I can do my lessons early? He asked to do his lessons early, which is not what my son usually does. Um, he's usually one of those, I'll do it when you tell me you have to, but I'll pro I procrastinate. Um, and he's just, he's ready. He's all over it and ready to go. So we, we're really excited for the things that we see for students and their motivation. I saw in an article, I mean, in a, a, a chat forum uh, earlier this week, there was a teacher who was worried that this might be promoting witchcraft. Is there any sort of witchcraft or witchiness to the program? There are um, storylines that can be completely changed. Um, it kind of, I think that question is a loaded question because some people can interpret things a little differently. Um, but again, if a teacher has a family who, um, who they don't think would appreciate the storyline or it maybe, um, doesn't align their values, all they have to do is change that story, change the language. Um, there is some, some language and some terms that could probably, um, it's, I wouldn't say it's so much witchcraft as it is just kind of this magical fantasy world. Um, and that's kind of what the pictures kind of go along with. Um, the characters are warriors, healers, and mages, um, which I, and just kind of fall into that fantasy, um, kind of this cartoon world, kind of like you would see in Fortnite. Um, but again, it can be completely customized if the story is something that they don't approve of or they think they need to change, that can be changed. Um, I personally would not say that there is um, witchcraft necessarily in anything, um, but again, that's my interpretation of it. Travis, do you think your students will engage in this program? I do. Um... And I'm in a different situation that a lot of my students know each other, so they'll be able to uh, talk about it, and they'll probably get each other um, excited and give each other a hard time if somebody's not doing as well or getting as much XP as the other one. So, um, yeah, I definitely see them using it as a group. Awesome. And, Carrie, it sounds like your boys are already fully in. 
Yes, absolutely. I've already had a conversation with their teacher about how we've got to get them on going on Classcraft because they're ready to start school tomorrow. <laughs> well, and so for what it's worth, uh, Kylie put me into a science lesson and I was able to work through that quest uh, on resources. And um, basically it's, it's a storyline and then there's a lesson and it's the typical lesson the kid might do anyway, uh, followed by a task or an assignment or a discussion, and then you're on to the storyline again. And so it just seems like a way to move through the standards. Also, might I add, in the PLP format, you know, uh, so it's it's using the format that, that the teachers are already using, but also creating this story that's super engaging. And in what world do we not want students reading more engaging stories? Exactly. I think you said something really important there that um, the quests that we've already built, yes, do follow the Oklahoma standards and there's a quest for every standard. But if a teacher can adapt this to fit their lesson plans, what this is is a different delivery method for them. The exact same thing that they're doing already, rather than sending an email two or three times a week getting their student to do their assignment, they put it in class craft and the student takes the bait and they run with it. Um, and they get that encouragement throughout the entire process. Awesome. Well, that's all the time we have for today. If you like what you heard, go ahead and hit the like button and subscribe to the podcast so that you're notified each time a new episode drops. If you're a returning listener, you should rate the podcast. Go ahead and leave a comment. Tell us what you like and what you'd love to hear. Tune in next week where we're rethinking how leadership and education can better prepare the next generation for a rapidly evolving world.